0: Hi everyone and welcome back to the 242 podcast. Today is the first episode of a mini-series I'm going to do covering Jupiler Pro League goalies, defenders, midfielders and forwards that might be worth looking at towards next season. In this episode I'm covering the goalies. At the end of the podcast I will also give you my personal top 3 or top 5 with players that might be worth picking up. I try to pick players from different price categories as I want everyone to be able to get something out of this. If you like content like this, consider subscribing to the podcast and also follow me on Twitter at 242sorare. Now, before I really start, I want to give a little disclaimer. This is part of the research I do on players, so by the time you hear this, I might have bought a goalkeeper that I will talk about in this episode. This is not me trying to bump up his prices, it's just because I like him. Also, at the moment of recording, this season has not ended and since I'm not involved in any of the clubs, things might have changed when the new season begins in like two months from now so don't just blindly buy players as a result of this podcast so with that out of the way let's first go over the current goalie situation for every team to make this episode easier to navigate i'll go over the teams in alphabetical order that way you know that if you're looking for a clip for example you don't have to look towards the end of the podcast This means we'll start with Anderlecht. At the start of the 2019 season, Anderlecht bought Hendrik van Kronbrugge for 2.25 million from Oepen and immediately promoted him to the first goalie. He played 32 games for Anderlecht in his first season, conceding 37 goals and keeping 12 clean sheets. He remained main goalkeeper going into the 2020-2021 season, but after 12 games, he got a back injury, benching him for the rest of the season. In those 12 games, he conceded 14 goals while keeping two clean sheets. To deal with the loss of one of the best goalies in Belgium, Anderlecht brought Timon Wellenreuter in, a 25-year-old German goalkeeper on a free transfer from Willem II. In 27 games for Anderlecht, he conceded 22 goals and kept 11 clean sheets. It looked like Wellenreuther would keep his spot until van Kronbrugge was back, but Vincent Company is a man of surprises. In their first playoff game against Brugge, company binged Twellen Rutter who was their starting goalie for the last 22 games and went with the 18-year-old Bart Verbrugge instead. Anderlecht bought Verbrugge for 330000 euro from next under 19. It looked like Wellenrütter was working his way up to compete for a starting job even with Van Kronbrugge back, but every time he made a mistake, it was all over the news. I guess that comes with playing for Anderlicht, one of the most spoken about teams in Belgium. Whenever company came into the picture, there has been a lot of talks about his decisions and everything he does gets put under a microscope. Anderlicht and Wellenrütter had the second best defense in the league this season and with a save percentage of 70%, he was in the top 5 of best goalies in the competition. This is however no longer the case well and forum took a turn for the worse and he's no longer part of that top five he also lost his first spot of best playing out from the back goalkeeper to martin van der voort from Genk. when making this podcast Verbrugge now played in two consecutive playoff games and conceded four goals it's going to be interesting to see what company has planned for his goalkeepers but i won't be surprised to see Verbrugge back in goal so what's going to happen next season i think that anderlecht is hoping to get van kronbrugge back in goal his contract runs until 2025 but there are rumors that van Kronbrugge wants to play in the bigger league. He's one of the best goalkeepers in Belgium in my opinion and I wouldn't be surprised that he would leave when he's back to full fitness. But let's assume that he stays at Anderlecht and I'll think he just retake his spot as first goalie, that Bart who will become the second goalie and Wellen will potentially become the third. I've already seen reports that Anderlecht is targeting Kenny Stepper, the Sintrade goalie, to become the third goalkeeper so Wellenrutter might end up missing out altogether. Moving on, we have Antwerp. To be honest, I don't know where to start. Their goalkeeper situation has been all over the place that even as a fan, I have no clue who will start in goal even next game. It all started with the departure of Sinan Bolat at the end of the 2019 season. When he left for Hint, the they brought in Jean Butet who came over from 1.1 million from Muscron. He played 18 of the 19 games in the 2020-2021 season for Antwerp before running into an ankle injury that benched him for 13 games. In the meantime, they also bought Iranian goalie Beranvan, who Antwerp were looking to buy for the last two seasons. They paid 600,000 euro for the Iranian goalkeeper, and he replaced Butte for a total of 12 games before Antwerp decided to make it even more complicated. Around February of this year, they also brought in Artwin de on loan from Europa. He played the last half of the season, but has been put on the bench again after conceding two unnecessary goals against Hink on the last day of the competition. If you ask me, Butte should be the main goalkeeper for Antwerp next season if he's fully fit. His contract runs until 2024 and he has been solid for Antwerp, so I would be really surprised if the main goal wasn't for him to be their starting goalie. It looks like Antwerp is looking to sign Artwin De Wolf on a permanent deal instead of a loan deal, so I think he'll become the second goalie with Beravan becoming the third. From Antwerp we go to their arch-rivals Beerschot. Their goalkeeper situation is one of the easiest and clear-cut from the competition. Their goalkeeper is also their captain. Mike van Hamel played every possible minute in every single game this season. His contract runs until 2024 and I'm pretty convinced that he will remain the main goalkeeper unless he gets injured or something. In a recent interview, he talked about the desire of staying at Beerschot until 2028. That's when he turns 38. This season, he conceded 65 goals in 35 games, keeping 4 clean sheets. He has 34 games on his Sawyer data graph and scores 41 on average. He has 6 scores of 60 or more. He has 8 scores of 30 or less. So with Van Hamel you don't buy high scores, you buy consistency. Next up we have Brugge. With 2 wins and 1 draw in the last 3 games of the season they avoided having to battle relegation but things definitely have to change next season. The same can be said about their goalkeeper situation. At the moment, they have three different goalkeepers that played last year. First, we had Warloson. He joined Serkula in the 2019 season and played the very first game of the 2020 2021 season. Then, Serkula brought in Thomas Didion from Anderlecht, and he started in goal from game week 2 to game week 9 before being replaced by Warloson again for two games. After conceding six goals in those two games, Cercle put Didion back in goal for the rest of the season, even making him captain. This is also where the third goalkeeper comes in. Bruxese, who was without a club, signed until the 2021 season with an option for an additional year. He played all three Belgium Cup games. So, who will be their starting goalie for next season? I think it's clear Didion is going to be the first option. You don't just replace the goalkeeper you made a captain and gave him a contract for the next three years. He's currently suffering from an ankle injury, but it would surprise me that he won't be fit for next season. Now the biggest question would be who the backup goalie is going to be. I think it's going to depend on the situation. With Brusseze, they have a very experienced goalkeeper for cup gains, and Wadelson is only 24. So I think it depends on his ambition to play and become the first goalie. Moving on, we have Charleroi. They finished 13th this season, which is their worst season ending since the 2010 season when they finished 16th. Their main goalkeeper is 40-year-old Nicolas Penetot. He played 20 games this season, conceding 29 goals while keeping 6 clean sheets. The other 14 games belong to 24-year-old Rémy Deschamps, who Chalderwa bought from PSG in the 2019 season. Deschamps conceded 20 goals, keeping 2 clean sheets. Pinedo is basically out of contract, but he already said that he would love to play one more year before retiring. If that's the case, does this mean he'll remain the first option, or is he fine with playing less and helping young Deshaun develop? In any case, I can see both goalkeepers getting playtime, so I think this is going to depend on who Schallerweb bring in as their new head coach. If they bring in someone with youth development in mind, then it might be a great opportunity for Deshaun to play in the competition, leaving the cup games for Pinedo. However, this is a lot of speculation as I don't have all the details on the moment of recording. Next up we have Brugge. Here the situation is also pretty clear. The main goalkeeper is without a doubt Simon Mignole. The 33 year old has two more years on his contract and given his profile and just who he is, he will remain the main goalkeeper as long as he stays there. This season he played 44 games conceding 42 goals while keeping a whopping 15 clean sheets. Of course, it helps having one of the best defenses in the league in front of you. Mignolet missed three games all season and that's when Ethan Horvat came in. He played one Champions League game, one league game and one cup game. His contract ended this season so he can make a free exit. According to reports, Horvath is definitely leaving as he wants to be a starting goalie, which is understandable. Brugge also signed 20-year-old Nick Shinton. He will develop in the shadow of Mignole and I'm sure Mignolet is going to get him ready for when it's time for him to get replaced. And then there is also Senna Lamens. He is a Klubbrugge academy product and his contract runs until 2023. So the way I see it is that Mignolet is going to stay number 1. Horvat is leaving, making Shintan the second option. We're almost halfway, so let's keep going. Next on the list is Oepen. They finished 12th this season, conceding 55 goals in 34 games. They started the 2020-2021 campaign with Ortwin devolving goal, but he left for Antwerp halfway through the season. This is when they bought in Theo Defourney on a free from Lokere. De Defourney became the unquestionable number one and played 23 games for his new club, conceding 35 goals while keeping five clean sheets. They also have 19-year-old Nuruddin on the bench as well as 32-year-old Robin Himmelman who is the former Sint-Pauli goalkeeper. I already mentioned it when talking about Antwerp but Artwin De Wolf is still a low so chances are that he will return to Eupen next season. If that happens then he will have to compete for a spot with De If he stays at Antwerp he will also have to fight with Bite for a spot so it's going to be interesting to see what he's going to do. If he ends up signing a permanent deal with Antwerp then De is going to be the unquestionable number one at Eupen. Dufourney has 22 scores on his Soria data graph and it looks like what you can expect from a goalkeeper from a mid-table team that conceded 55 goals. He has 6 games with 30 or less, 5 games with 60 or more and 11 between that. I predict that Urpen is going to have a similar season next season, so you're looking at a season with a lot of ups and downs in terms of goalkeeper scores. You will have games where they keep a clean sheet against a bottom-table team. There will be some games where a team like Genk or Klubbrugge is going to blast 5 past them, but the majority of his games are going to be anywhere between 30 and 50. Next up we have Genk. Their goalkeeper situation is rather unique as they have two 19-year-olds and one 18-year-old in their first team lineup. Henk started the season off with Dani Vukovic in goal. He played 24 games conceding 32 goals while keeping 4 clean sheets. The Australian was the number one until his wife had to give birth to their second child. Vukovic and Henk decided to part ways and terminated his contract making room for someone a lot of Soran managers know all too well now. 19-year-old Martin Vandervoort. Vandervoort is an academy product that played 7 games last season even starting in a Champions League group stage game against Napoli. Coming back to this season, after the departure of Vukovic, Henk again turned to van der Voort, making him their starting goalkeeper. He played 16 games this season, conceding 21 goals while keeping 4 clean sheets. He has been outstanding for Henk and if you're a young, promising player, it's not going to take long before you get offers from big European clubs. According to reports, Atalanta, Roma and AC Milan are interested in signing him, but his father already told the press that Atalanta actually never came in contact with the club, so again prove that reports are sometimes just that, reports. I've been not able to find any information if Henk is planning to bring in an older, more experienced goalkeeper, so I can only assume that they will continue with van der Voort as their number one. I'm not sure if he's really an option on SoRare at this point, as his rares are selling for anywhere between 6 and 8 thousand euro. The next team we're gonna take a look at is Gent. After finishing second last year, they had a very disappointing season. They ended up coming in seventh with 14 games won and 13 games lost. This is the most amount of games they've lost in the last 11 seasons. The reason Gent was a total mess. They changed manager three or four times in one season so the players had little time to adjust to new tactics after every new arrival. The goalkeeper situation remained rather consistent. At the start of the season, it was Davy Roof that played most games. He played all Champions League qualification games, three Europa League games and six Jupiler Pro League games. After four game weeks, they brought in Sinan Bolat from Antwerp and he became the number one. They brought Bolat in for his experience and because he's just a solid option. However, he's already 32 and he has one more year left on his contract. When he was still playing at Antwerp, there were already talks of him leaving Belgium to go back to Turkey. He decided to stay in Belgium, so I'm not sure if he's actually going to extend his contract after next season or if he's actually going back to his home country. Davy Roof's contract, on the other hand, runs until 2023, so with him they also have a goalkeeper that is used to the Belgium league and can take over Bolat's spot in case he decides to leave. They also have a third goalkeeper in Colin Kozemans, but he only played one game all season and I haven't been able to find any reports on what the club has in store for him. So as far as I know, Bulot will remain the number one for at least one more season and Ruf will probably play in cup games. Next up we have Kortrijk, they had a season we didn't really expect it from them and not in a good way. They came in 14th with 11 wins, 6 draws, 17 losses, 44 goals for and 57 goals against. Over the last 3 seasons they finished 11th in 2019, 8th in 2018 and 7th in 2017, so it's only going downhill. Now let's take a look at their goalkeeper situation. They started the season with Jakub Bech, who is on loan from Lille. I'm not sure if Kortrijk can keep him for another year or if he's going back. He played the first 12 games for Kortrijk before they brought in Illich who basically took over. He signed a three-year deal and played every single minute from game week 13 until the end of the season. I think no one really could have predicted that Illich could take over the first goalkeeper spot from Jakub Bech, but here we are. Illich made 2.5 saves per game while Jakub Bech was sitting at 3.8 saves a game. Sofa's score gives Jakub Bech an overall score of 6.89, while Illich has to be satisfied with 6.71. Not a big difference, but enough to wonder why they actually go with Illich. With that being said, I expect Illich to remain the number 1, and he can be a mediocre budget goalkeeper option. He has 23 somewhere data points on his graph, with 6 of them being 30 or less, 6 being 60 or more, and the other 11 somewhere in between. In other words, he can get you an 80, but also a 12. I think there are better options out there, but then again, do more research on him and it might be exactly what you're looking for. This brings us at Leva. They were new to the league since this season, and they did a quite okay job. They finished eleventh, but conceded a boatload of goals—59 in 34 games to be exact. If there is any team I can compare them with, it would be Leeds under Bielsa. Loversoan averaged 3.3 goals per game, so their goalkeepers saw a decent amount of action. So they started the season with Darren Keats who played the very first game of the season. He moved to the bench and Daniel Iverson came in. He played the next 5 games before moving to the bench and there was Rafael Romo who seems to be their main man right now. He played a total of 31 games conceding 53 goals while keeping 5 clean sheets. He doesn't have a card on Soria yet but you can look at his score on Soria Data. Because he sees so much action his scores are pretty impressive. He has 30 data points with two of them being 30 or less, 9 60 or more and the other 19 somewhere in between. I think this could have been a very solid option and an affordable one too. So let's hope Sauer is going to be able to strike a deal with Löwe. Moving on we have Kave Mechela. Mechela has like so many other teams problems with goalkeeper injuries. In 2019 they brought in Yalik Tulo from Gent and he became their number one. Around game week 25, he ripped his ACL and was replaced by a goalkeeper that already left for Ostende. This season, they were able to sign Gaetan Kuko, who was goalkeeper for Hink. He took over while Yannick Toulon was out injured, but when Toulon recovered, he became first option again. On the last game day of the regular season, Kuko was given the opportunity to play again, but now he is out injured with a torn meniscus. Kaveh Mechele finished 8th in the season, so they are competing in the playoffs with Toulon in goal. The estimated recovery for Kuka, however, was around 6-8 weeks, so I assume he'll be back when the new season starts. I do believe that Tula is going to remain the first option with Kuka as a second. It also doesn't help the 22-year-old Kuka that the 30-year-old Tula has a contract until 2025. I think he'll get his chances, but he will watch the majority of games from the sidelines. From Mechela, we travel to the coast because it's Ostenda's turn. Ostenda is without a doubt the revelation of the season finishing 5th, therefore playing playoff 2. They only conceded 41 goals all season, which was joint third lowest in the league. One player that helped achieve that was goalkeeper Guillaume Hubert. He joined Ostenda at the start of the season and became first option right away. He played a total of 31 games conceding 37 goals while keeping 7 clean sheets. His contract runs for another two years and at the time of recording I was not able to find any reports to suggest that he won't be their main man next season. Ostendor looked really really solid under manager Blissin, and if they can keep him for next season I think we're going to see more exciting things from them. Now what can you expect from Hubert as the goalkeeper on Zorair? He has 42 data points with 5 of them being 30 or less, 10 of them being 60 or more and the other 27 are anywhere in between. On a normal week you're expecting to get around 38 points which isn't the best value as you already have to pay 700 euro for one of his rare cards. From Ostenda, we move to Sintrade. Sintrade finished 15th which isn't really something to get excited about. They started the season with Kenny in goal. He played the first nine games of the season but conceded 20 goals in 10 games which wasn't at the legs of the manager. After that ninth game, they turned to second goalkeeper Daniel Schmidt and he forced Stepper to stay on the bench for the rest of the season. Schmidt played 24 games, conceding 32 goals while keeping 7 clean sheets. I think Sora managers already know him well, as he is a very good option, but it looks like he's on the move again. Kenny Steppen is rumored to move to Anderlicht and Schmidt is also expected to leave. This is not yet confirmed, but they are already looking at Davino Verhulst as a replacement in case one or both of their goalkeepers end up leaving. Verhulst has no card on Sorair, so unless we know where Schmidt is going, I think it's a risk investing almost 500 euro in a player who might end up going to a team that doesn't get you points in the game. Next to last, we have Standard. Here, the goalkeeper situation is pretty straightforward. It's basically Bodar or nothing. He played 49 games this season, conceding 68 goals while keeping 12 clean sheets. He only missed two games because of thigh problems, but here we have a starter for 97% of the time and games. But that is well known in the story community as he's only 23 and a definite starter. He gets used a lot in the under 23s, and with an average score of 44 of his last 40 games, he's a solid but also a very expensive option. The cheapest card on the market right now is 1300 euro so unless you can spend that on a goalkeeper you might need to look for other alternatives. With that being said on SoRare data he has 73 data points, 9 of them are 30 points or less, 22 of them are 60 points or more and the other 42 are anywhere in between. So on a bad day he'll get you around 22 points, on a normal day around 40 and on a good day 67. And last but not least we have Zülte-Wardigem. had an okay season but they need to figure the defensive end of things out because their defense was one of the worst in the league. They conceded 69 goals in 34 games. You have teams that if they get blown out it becomes like 3-0 but if zulte gets blown out they concede at least 4 goals. Their biggest losses were 6-0 to Klubbrugge, 4-1 to Anderlecht, 4-2 to Mechela and 2-7 to Gent. That's basically also why they changed goalkeeper after that 6-0 loss to Klubbrugge. Waregem started with Benson in goal but after conceding 14 goals in 6 games they turned to Louis Bostin to save them from disaster. Bostin ended up playing the other 28 games conceding 55 goals while keeping 4 clean sheets. Statistically he did a much better job than Benson and even with the 4.4 saves a game from Bostin there are some serious defensive issues. Bostin just signed a contract extension until 2025, but with Sami Bostin in the team, he has some serious competition. He also said that he signed the new contract because he assumes to remain their first option. He stated, I wouldn't have signed the extension if I didn't get the playtime last season. Now, to be honest, I also don't really see him getting replaced and I have not been able to find any reports saying otherwise. If we take a look at his server data graph we can find 28 data points. 4 of them are 30 points or less, 6 are 60 or more and the other 18 are somewhere in between. Now to be honest he has quite good scores knowing they had the 2nd worst defense in the league. Sometimes it's better to have a goalkeeper in a team like Zoltovati because he'll see plenty of action. If he then also makes 4.4 saves a game, this can really bump up his AA scores. So this was the main breakdown. These were all the teams and their goalkeeper situations. Now let me give you my personal top 5. These are in no specific order because they come from different teams and budgets so it's basically up to you to do even more research to figure out what goalkeeper fits in your strategy. The first goalkeeper is Mike van Hamel from Beerschot. He's pretty affordable for a 100% starting goalkeeper. Buying him won't get you that many high scores, but you buy him for consistent points. You don't have to worry about point deductions and you know that he'll get you 20 to 50 points on normal game weeks. He's 31 with another 3 years on his contract and he already stated he wants to play for another 4 years after that, so there's definitely value buying him. The second goalkeeper is Jean Butet from Antwerp. Even though he has competition in Artwin the Wolf and Ben whenever he's healthy he should be the one that starts. Antwerp has a pretty solid defense and Butte only got you less than 30 points in 4 games. The third goalkeeper is Rémy Deschamps from Charleroi. He still has to compete with Pinedo for spots but chances are that he's going to get more and more playtime since Pinedo is already 40 and might not even play that much if he ends up signing for another year. Deschamps is by far the cheapest option on this list and I like his position. Also, I expect Chalerwa to have a much better season, so if he can keep some clean sheets, this might be a super under-the-radar play. The fourth goalkeeper is Bodar from Standard. I know he costs like 1.5k, but the fact that he starts, you can use him in under-23s and plays for Standard gives him huge upside. If you have the funds, he might be a solid option. And the last goalkeeper is Bostin from Zöldevarje. You can only hope that him becomes stronger defensively and even then, with 4.4 saves a game, he'll get you good scores. He's also a more cheaper option, so he might be worth looking at. So, there you have it. I know it was a long episode, but I hope it was of any use to you. If you like content like this, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and follow me on Twitter at 242 sorare I have more of these coming covering defenders, midfielders and forwards, so again make sure to subscribe to not miss out on any of this free content. Thanks for listening and I'll see you in the next one.